0: And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. Ah, welcome, Lisa.
1: Well, thank you.
0: Yeah, it's Good so, to be here. So you spent like, I think, uh, what did we spend? Five hours? Yep, by college. Lifetime. Of the week. Felt yeah.
1: like a lifetime.
0: <laughs> it was dress rehearsals for Dancing with the Stars. And it was a bit grueling. So the dress rehearsal. Yes. A lot of couples, they just weren't ready. So, um, but we were. Kind run through, did pretty good, did you great. You guys
1: were ready and you now, hopped
0: through it. And- I don't like going to things unprepared. Yes. I want to be polished and kind of know what I'm doing so the guys can just focus on spotlights or the yeah. audio entrance or when to hit the button or mm-hmm. the professional, the polish piece, not, right. oh, no. Well, how do we get all these people on stage? Anyway. <laughs> what are
1: they going to stand? It was,
0: it beat me up a little bit. I yeah. was kind of.
1: Well, you've been like, practicing a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> getting ready.
1: And we'll know next week. We'll have to announce next week how everything went. Or
0: maybe we won't because we just didn't win anything. So <laughs> Oh, you win um, something. Yeah, well. I hope so, best everybody. looking guy thank you <laughs> I like this sound that's good enough for me well, honey
1: you've been working it <laughs> a lot you put a lot of energy into this and everybody wants to know yeah what you've learned and what your favorite dance step is and you know are you going to be hitting the discotheques now
0: discotheques we're going going back to the 1970s <laughs> early 80s <laughs> You're still out there. Uh, I'd like to know where. <laughs> if you went to Spain, <laughs> Morocco. Maybe. Uh, so, so dancing with the stars. I'm not a dancer. I, I do like to dance. I've got a groove. I like to come to your after party or your wedding. It's kind of fun. I'm the guy that goes on the floor. It just enjoys it. Mm-hmm. But that's not work. That's just Play and fun. And it's a workout. It's fun. It's active. Uh, this is like more polished. You have to know your mm-hmm. steps. It's not, you can't just like wing it. You can't wing it. You gotta actually know. <laughs> and then you do get partnered with a real professional named I mean, Carrie mm-hmm. Hughes. She's actually a dance instructor. She's very choreographer. She's very professional. Mm-hmm. And so I did learn a few moves, but I don't know if any of those carry over to after parties, weddings, or anytime <laughs> you and I go out. I'm not, I'm not sure. It was kind of bigger Broadway showy yeah. kind of stuff. So right. it relates more to theater, drama, that than it does to
1: right.
0: uh, professional okay. or personal dancing for But at the you and very
1: I. least, when you do go to that discotheque, you can wear your sequins shirt. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you light <laughs> up hat and you light up shoes. Just, just,
0: you're giving <laughs> things away for those that are maybe <laughs> coming on Saturday.
1: Oh, i so, will um, seen you.
0: Well, I have been around <laughs> town in my for first basically four yes. months. That's the brand. I'm a branding guy. I'm a marketing PR branding guy. Blue sequence. People, if I didn't show up in it, people would go, Ken, what happened? Are you? <laughs> I went to the I went to the Fourth of July rodeo and I just had my cowboy stuff, my oh, buckle and my big hat and my nice. shirt. I looked like a cowboy. And people are going by, hey Ken, where's your sequence shirt? And we're Cowboys don't wear sequence. <laughs> Not that kind of cowboy. I I just, cowboy don't wear
1: rhinestone cowboy. Remember that song?
0: Was that a guy or a gal? It a guy,
1: rhinestone cowboy. Oh,
0: okay.
1: I think Robert Redford played. Yes, we are
0: dating ourselves back (laughs) in the 1970s. We are that, we're the. We feel old Anyway, we should go to Garden Quest. It's three minutes wasted on, uh, I don't know what.
1: Well, Steve has a question. He's out in Prescott Valley. He has some lovely roses, but they've kind of petered out, haven't done much lately. Uh, kind of attributed it to the heat, but he's going, yeah, you know, how sure. do I get these things to bloom again?
0: Sure. So, so Prescott Valley, Prescott, any of the highlands, this central highlands area, this is the same. So the, the the roses have pretty much two big flushes of flowers. Even your continual roses or ever-blooming roses, they've got two really big shows of flowers, spring and fall, and then even the Everbloomers, they'll, they'll put on some, they have some flowers, but this this big show, like more flowers than foliage, that's spring and fall, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think the best showing, Steve, is in the fall, and so what you want to do is just TLC on those plants. You go through scorched leaves, get it back to size, print it back a little bit, take the spent flowers or or the old dead flowers, take those off. Mm-hmm. And generally you're going to take them off and go down a little bit, farther. not just the flower, take it a little bit farther, get the, get the shrub to be down so that the, the roots that are underneath that plant can focus all of their energy onto more flowers. Mm-hmm. And it will be a count on it. I mean, we're talking 30, 40 days after you do that this weekend. 30, 40 days. What is that? That's uh, by September through October, it will be a spectacular rose. Mm-hmm. It'll probably hold those buds, flowers, colors through the first part of December. Yeah. It's amazing how long roses will hold. It might not be in full bloom when it's. You know, 20 degrees out in December, but it's going kind to of have a bud there cracking color going, you know, like if it warms up, I just might bloom. I, I'm not sure yet. It's kind of inspiration. So that's how you do it. Prune it back. Fertilize would be really important because all the food that plant was using is gone. You have to you're going to cut it back and force it to re-bloom. It's going to take tremendous energy to do that. Give it some of the uh, rose I guess which one, which one <laughs> rose food was systemic. Generally I recommend right. when the aphids and the thrips are out, but really they aren't out in the fall. So you could almost just use the all purpose plant food. That cottonseed seed meal and that seven, four, four all purpose is like magic to roses. It really gets big flowers and fragrance, but either one, Steve, come see us. We can, we can walk you through it. If you want more, that's any of us with roses, trim them, clean them back, fertilize them, pick all those brown spent leaves off, just take a few minutes yeah. and and just primp and prune them and kind of touch them. Yeah. And roses will respond with, uh, with vigor.
1: Yeah. I noticed our rose at the edge of the driveway there. Yeah. It's gotten huge, but yeah, it's just sitting there looking at me.
0: It needs to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We need to trim it back. All right. Next question is from Joe. He says, I saw a plant growing on a fence with a big orange flower, big orange blossom. Wants to know what it is and will it grow in Palden?
0: Oh, Joe, sure. Now, Joe, they make a camera phone. You can like snap a picture, bring it in and let us know what it is. So by word, just a text or an email, I'm assuming just because you're looking at it right now, that trumpet vine, it could be there's a honeysuckle that's red like that, but the trumpet vine is a bigger red flower. I'm I'm guessing it's trumpet vine. We're famous for trumpet vine up here. Uh, hummingbirds love it. They just love trumpet vine. So I'm guessing it's that. This is a very large vine. It grows very quickly. So we're talking it'll go from hip high to like two stories high in a season or two seasons maybe. Uh, it'll ground cover. You can actually spread it across the ground. It will actually hold the ground in. Uh, erosion control up an embankment where, where maybe the rains of washings over trumpet vine. It's a very good choice. Uh, yes, Steve or Joe. Which one? Do I do? Joe. 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 <laughs> yes. Paulden. It will grow in Paulden easily, thrive out there. It is deciduous. That is, it'll lose its leaves in winter. So it'll be just kind of Just there, but not there. Then it leafs out first part of spring and then it blooms with these huge flowers, usually starting in August through the end of the year. It's got an amazing long bloom cycle when other vines really they they kind of they're they're not going to look that good. Mm -hmm. So, and then it kind of ends the very last vine to look really great is Virginia creeper. Mm -hmm. That's the one that turns that fall. Bright, bright red, like fire engine red, really bright red. It's a native plant of here. So Arizona, Virginia creeper is native to Arizona. In fact, I would change the name to Arizona creeper, <laughs> but I think Virginia got to us first Probably. and named it, but it grows throughout this, this zone six, seven kind of type of gardens, wild. And so that means javelina, antelope, uh, Deer out there, they're not going to jackrabbits. They're not going to eat Virginia creeper, even in paulden So, I think that's a good question. Actually, do they
1: jackrabbits in polden Yeah, oh
0: yeah, sure they really? do. Yeah, absolutely. And as you go up that hill, there's there's tons of them up there.
1: I know there's rabbits, but I didn't. I haven't seen jackrabbits around here forever.
0: Well, you know, maybe you ought to go to Palden more often, <laughs> right, Palden? Right, right, Joe. Jackalope. Anyway. <laughs> okay, Ken and Lisa Lane, the Mountain Gardeners, we'll be right back.